what is going on. I don't know how people are up right now. The majority of accounts that followed this account were targeted towards uh, Eastern, probably Eastern time zone. It will. Be, it is 4.45 a.m. I think all of you have sleeping problems if you're listening right now. I think all of you need to go right back to bed. I am planning on talking about absolutely fucking nothing for the next hour. And I'm going to love it. I love getting up here and just getting on my high horse. Bark, look at Bark. Bark's getting ready. He's just itching that fucking red mic. But I know he is. He's just like, how am I fucking just talk my ass off? It's a fucking battle of the mic. Um, I'm going to hog it. I'm just going to keep on hogging. I'm going to keep on rambling on. We've got, we're here at Cherry HQ. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen bottles of alcohol. Two of them have been completely. Yeah, can we kill that on New Year's? Yeah. We can kill that on New Year's, 14 bottles. We can kill that on New Year's. I don't know. One other thing I'll say, um, Bark. I'm looking at this. We got beers back at little kegs and shit. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Does anyone work around here? I mean, I think we need to get some real Web3 MFers here to fucking spark this office. It's, the problem is the developers, they're just developing into the abyss. They see no, I don't know if you want to call it rewards. You know, have you ever made something, Bark, and then you see someone use something you made and their like, eyes light up? They don't get that f- sensation here. Why? Because they're, they're moving pixels. They're moving pixelated trees. One pixel left on Monday, one pixel to the right on Tuesday. They don't see the customers that are being satisfied. Well, the problem is they're moving this tree that no one's going to see on a game no one's going to play on an NFT that's going to zero. What if you brought in some Web3 MFers that are participating daily in this space and had them talk to developers like, hey, we know exactly what we want. I see a lot of founders thinking they know what I want. One founder in particular thinks I want a, a Twitch for Web3. What's wrong with Twitch? I don't know. It only pulls in millions and millions of daily active users. Matter of fact, I believe Twitch pulls in more daily active users than Twitter. So, Bark, why don't you start a Twitch platform? Have you ever considered doing that? And also, what if Nate, or not, is it Nate? No, it's Alex Lynn. Everyone's name is fucking Alex. What if Alex Lynn was like, Bark, we want you to stream on our Twitch to take down Twitch. I don't think you're powerful enough for one to take down Twitch by yourself. But what if they, what, what type of incentives would it take for you to stream on the Twitch of Web3? Let's start there. Actually, mm. Stream what, video games I'll, or just I'll, anything? Uh, I mean, you could stream video games. You're not good at video games. But if you did, what yeah. you <laughs> streaming? Well, I'm not very good at video games except, uh, except Hearthstone being ranked number five in North America. Uh, no biggie, but... I'm not even in North America anymore, so I can't compete. Uh, what would it take to stream on tw- on the Twitch of mm, of Web three? I don't know why you have to differentiate the two. I mean, we actually met the co the co founder of Twitch, Kevin, uh, lives out here in Taipei. He's a recent new resident to Taiwan, and he's going to be uh, joining us on the podcast very soon. So we'll get to actually deep dive into the mind of uh, somebody who's created a two billion dollar company in Web two. Uh, well, they do two billion annual uh, in revenue, which is pretty crazy. Two point one billion. 
So, you know, I think Twitch could just flip the switch on NFTs at any moment and integrate them. You know, hey, and let's instead of doing subscriptions, let's empower our creators to deploy NFTs. And we talk with him. Uh, he is dabbling in Web3 a little bit. I'm actually curious as for Twitch's plans to integrate Web3 components. I don't see a competitor coming in. And Wait, did you say the Twitch co-founders here? <clears throat> Have you met him? You met him, motherfucker. Do you remember that? Did you not? Did you not meet him? We met him. He got us into the club when they were being okay. racist to us. They're like, oh, wow, Here, everyone just walk on through, walk on through, walk on through. Wait, hold on, two white guys, we need your passports. You know, no way you have those. And then we called up Kevin, he came out, and he was like, yeah, who the fuck cares their passport? And he, was, and he came out, and he started going, ni hao ma, ni hao ma. And then he's like, I'm sorry, sir. They, like, bowed to him, and then we went through a fucking bottle service, um, the whole nine. So we'll be having we'll be having Kevin here on the podcast. I think that's super exciting. You know, the one thing that I think is super cool, people don't actually believe that we're out here in Taiwan. Also, people I think people have a complete there's a massive misconception about Taiwan. Like if you look at the news about Taiwan, it's like fighter jets and fucking bombs and like China. You get here there's fucking Rolex stores, Cartier, Gucci. I mean, this looks this is better than uh this is more high end than Vegas, like what I've seen. Like this is actually insane. This is this outdoes the US. I don't know why you hate the U.S. so much, Alex, but what I will say is Taiwan is severely misrepresented by the media. It's pretty sad. So I think through some of the some of our content here, we're going to show what's actually happening here in Taiwan. It's it's a major misconception. So um, as much as it sucks, I, I look forward to the opportunity to, to really show like what's actually happening in Taiwan and how cool of a place it really is. But with that being said, there's a ton of talent coming here and you have movie directors, uh, game developers, project developers, Web2 tech developers, they're moving here. Why? Number one, the cost of living is extremely low and the access to incredible talent is extremely high. And one of those, peop one of those people is, is the – we met a ton of people. We met the YouTube founder. He knew us. I, I know you – okay. So we went to a party. We met the founder of YouTube. And Alex, what, why didn't you go to that? What were you doing? You're doing some stupid-ass stupid shit. Dude, I was probably blasting. Yeah, no, you were blast. You were blasting off. That, that no, no, I remember. That you're like, you're like, let me, you're like, let me hold down Twitter. You go to that stupid ass party. You're like, no one's gonna even be there. I go there. The first person that walks up is is uh is the co-founder of or is the founder of YouTube, and he knew who we were. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is Alex not here? Anyways, we have access to all these people now. Like we, instantly, we've we've networked with the Western world. And what I will say is, I think there's a ton of uh, ton of people sleeping on Taiwan. So. Yeah, I mean, what are you? What What's your opinion on Taiwan, Alex? Taiwan is one of the best places. You know, got to be careful what you say. One of the best places for Web three. What I've noticed, the, the networking effect here is very substantial from what I've witnessed on the on the Western world. Going to these NFT meetups, I'm talking to not not to say like the Western world isn't. Uh, as heavily focused, it just seems maybe it's more spread out. Maybe that's probably what's going on when you when you're having meetups across the country. You know, in New York, and then the next one's in LA. It seems like those two are the very like centralized hub for these type of events. So probably that. Uh, if I spent more time in those two locations, I probably feel the same way. It, but Taiwan, it feels extremely focused on. Web3 development and technology. That is noticeably different here 
than what I witnessed in the West. But it may be because I'm not located in New York and LA. I imagine I would have a different sentiment if I was located in those two different areas. I think those two areas in specific are heavily focused in Web3, but it's undeniable for Taiwan. I mean, every single time, maybe it's just our current network that we're networking with here. It could be that. Do you think that's what it is? You yeah. think it's just that? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, if we were in if we were in uh, southwest Taiwan in the microchip factories, I don't think it would be as strong of a network. We're in the we're, we're quite literally in the most action packed part of Taiwan. Like we are in the this building right here is like the center point. We're like 100 feet from like the epicenter of Taiwan. So, yeah, I think um, yeah. I think what uh, what Taiwan has to offer is very unique uh, comparative to uh, many other countries. And I look forward, again, I look forward to doing some cool shit here. So we have a podcast lined up. You know, we are bringing out some MFers to Cherry HQ. This is not a joke. The hotels are booked. Uh, the plans are being made. Now it's now it comes time to actually picking these three people. Are you surprised that I didn't think anyone was actually going to apply, Alex? Like, who the fuck would want to come out to Taiwan? But we're actually receiving thousands of submissions now. Um, you think these people are legit or do you think they're just farming engagement? Well, it doesn't matter whether they're legit or not. The time frame for this is extremely soon. So I think it'll probably be a very quick process. You're thinking flying. Oh, actually, I don't want to dox the itinerary. We'll have someone like 51 come up and just go in and say, we have Kevin up here. He's the founder of Stable Tech, Wealth, Wealth Chain, IO, DeFi on Tezos. It looks like. They're Tezos, Maxi. I'm curious. I want to. I want to go to Kevin. You want to talk to Kevin for a minute, or you want to? Mm. We can continue. Well, I didn't. Why would you be building a, a DeFi protocol that nobody's going to use on a chain that's going to zero? Doesn't that seem like a waste of time? No. No. We talked to some Solana MFR while on blockchain or Taipei blockchain. We go, hey, why are you building a protocol on a blockchain that's going to zero? Or a protocol no one's going to use on a blockchain that's going to zero. He immediately disassociated himself. He with didn't us. like that. He, yeah, yeah. He was sitting side by side. Oh wow, you're Alex and Bark, like you know, giving us high fives, dapping us up. Yo, what's good? What's good? And I'm like, yo, um, well, we don't know you. That's what I noticed. A lot of people knew us, but we, we didn't know them. We got stopped in the in the fucking like in the ghetto, <laughs> dude. Well, I don't even I don't want to call it the ghetto. I mean, Machi said we were in the ghetto, so I'll just say that that was verbatim what he said. Us. So we were in like a part of town, like rural, everything is in Mandarin, and we got recognized. What are you playing with? What is that? A pen okay. We got stopped in the rural part of Taiwan. They're like, Alex! Or no, no, no. He's like, yo, Bark! He like, recognized me, and then he like looked at Alex. He's like, and, uh, and uh, number one. He, to him, you were just number one, which is, I don't know, that's weird, because you're not. That's well, good. you're not number one, so I don't know. Maybe he thought you were Frank. Well, it's an online identity. Maybe he thought you were Frank. It's a $30 PFP. You know, number two. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting all, right. all different types of random MFers here. Oh, there goes Kevin. He couldn't help. Oh, I got my I got my headphones. Oh, he's got his head. Oh, okay. yeah, that's he's what got took his, the, he's got his, he's took go. the time. He's got his suit. Oh, he's got okay. his IRL blue check mark. I mean, so Kevin, blue check mark. Uh, no, but Kevin, I'm okay with these you? things. I'm okay with the thing what he said because, uh, unlike him, I'm secure in the blockchain that I build on. You know, so I don't need to think these things and say these things and denigrate other people's work that they don't understand because I'm secure in it. And I and I wish that on everyone. 
no matter what your chain is. Um, if you want to know why I build on Tezos and uh, why, uh, you know, I think it's the the best chain for DeFi. Uh, I'm not moved by the one metric, which is one to criticize at this point, which is relative market cap rank. Because if you go by that, then for one thing, you're looking at no, we marginal get difference. And then Lumber, we got a DeFi ooh. guy on Tezos. Don't talk about oh, sorry, me like Kevin. I'm not here. Do you know, do you know who Kevin is? He's a DeFi legend. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I keep getting the We're over. Having, okay. I'm well, either overbuilt up or underbuilt up. Subject matter expert. Well, uh, I'll, have you know that, I'll have you know that we have the number one critiquer of DeFi on Tezos actually right here in the office. Uh, it's your lucky day, Kevin. Um, well, I'll be the judge of that. Well, no, we'll be the judge of that, and we've already judged no, it. The only thing I heard no, about Tezos, no, they have amazing the artists. Hmm? I, have you ever seen a Tezos NFT? They're the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, well, a lot God. of artists choose Tezos blockchain, like artists, when they're focused heavily on the art. Well, like one so, of oh, I are. get it. So your bit is you say the thing that makes sense, and then he says the opposite. Got it. What? Wait, are you saying you're – what? what? Don't, don't worry about it. A bit. You're good. Oh, he thinks we're doing a bit. Um, hey, everybody, what, give a, you, let's give a, a, a hand to, to Alex and Bark. They're, they're all right. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't like them. Go check the timeline before you make those statements, Kevin. Yeah, he'll be giving his hand and wait till the end. He'll be giving his hate. Uh, okay, so we've got we've got Lumberg on here, resident nerd uh, here at the office. Absolute fucking. Yo, what's up? Say D5 one, putting you to sleep. Lumberg, fuck hey, there. Can you talk? That's right. Uh, so Lumberg, I'd like you to meet Kevin. Kevin wears a suit and up, holds a and holds a microphone in his profile picture. Therefore, um, everything he says needs to be taken at absolute face value. Uh, so Kevin, can you explain why you're building a protocol that no one's going to use on a chain that's going to zero? That's what we call a when did you stop beating your wife question. It's a question that's so loaded you don't know what thread to follow. And even answering it in any way dignifies something ridiculous. <laughs> okay. okay. When did you well, stop beating your wife? I was kind of lo- I was looking for maybe like volume or like transaction speed or Yeah. Or like so okay. So a couple things um, like I'd say the main things and the things that really moved me and brought me to Tezos as someone who never thought they could ever get behind a single blockchain and um, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. And, and feeling that, you know, all this stuff is open source anyway. And not only is it open source, but like the way it's designed, it's like you see new blockchains pop up all the time. I really wanted to take just a picks and shovels approach at first. And just like kind of stay outside the specifics of any one chain. And you see a lot of people like they make multi-chain platforms. Um, but to me, like the uh, Tezos really just answered all of the issues I had with so many uh, like blockchains before. So to me, it was like, okay, I know there will be a few things in the future. We'll have a multi-chain world. Um, eventually, we kind of consolidate in some level. But and I don't know what's going to be around. But I know Tezos will be around. So that was uh, my calculus. Uh, and the reasons for that, uh, there, you know, there, there's things about the protocol itself that just makes it more scalable and better for things that deal with sensitive numbers. Uh, but with a lot of blockchains, you, you could imagine, oh, well, maybe the future of that blockchain will evolve to that. So the, the basis might be like, well, what if Ethereum gets to that point where they have formal verification and when, you know, uh, uh, 
like a right so the what's more uh, uh meta than that what's more important because it leads to all the other improvements is the way it's governed uh the governance itself is decentralized and when you have decentralized governance not getting into it or being long-winded it's basically uh you don't need to have hard forks and that's good because it keeps the uh, community uh, united uh, it avoids chain splits and asset splits and that's something that's critical for DeFi. In fact, it's really hard to imagine a scaled DeFi future where you where you do have asset splits. So not to say there isn't like a place and everything for multiple chains in DeFi, of course, but I just see Tezos as one of the basic uh, pillar elements of it. Um, so yeah. That, that's interesting. I see on DeFi Llama here, Tezos has 33 million or so. TV oh yeah. What are you like building? Nothing. What what yeah. are you building in there so far? Like what I I, right. I don't know if uh, so, if you have like uh, oracles that are covering the prices, etc. Yeah. So the reason why there's a vast difference between where you see for Tesla's uh, total value lock now versus like what you see in the top few, uh, it's bef- until very recently and still still kind of we're like midway there uh, is like the DeFi ecosystem itself was incomplete. More specifically, uh, the lack of a pool-based lending system like Compound or Aave, uh, which came on Ethereum very early. Uh, in fact, you can argue that it's what spurred the bull cycle as quickly as it did. And the bull cycle might have started a year later, if not for the amazing success and of Compound and Aave and what they did for the rest of the DeFi ecosystem on Ethereum. Um, and so you'll see the same thing like that, uh, those elements having not just stablecoins and decentralized uh, exchanges, but also lending protocols and having those pool-based lending protocols and all those top chains uh, with a lot of uh, liquidity locked in. Uh, When you have that, then you can scale like insane. Like you just have this exponential growth of scaling. Without it, it kind of means like, it's kind of harsh, even on our own stuff here on Tesla, but it's like, it's kind of like the other stuff doesn't really matter yet. But once we have that scaled up once we have uh, these lending systems out there then all the other stuff will scale with it too um so now uh you know we released tezos tezfin tezos finance so that's uh, undergoing audit right now after that we can start uh, the scaling process um and there are a couple other sort of versions of that yeah so which part of DeFi are you building within tezos are you, are you doing all of mm-hmm. the major ones or main lending portion like you referred to right yeah, so there are three main parts. Uh, one was the lending thing, like I mentioned, and that's what we've been doing for like the last year and a half to, to get it out there. Um, and the protocol itself wasn't ready for it until relatively recently in the last year. Um, and uh, so then there's Tezex, uh, the exchange aspect. Uh, so that's going to be more like a curve.fi. And then we have uh, the stable Tez, which is the, the full-backed, reserve-backed stable coins on Tezos. Um, and that was the first thing we did. Uh, it was USD Tez. So reserve backed USD stablecoin, first one on Tezos, and one of the first few tokens on Tezos. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's the whole, once you have those three elements, you can pretty much make anything. Uh, when it comes to derivative products, uh, perpetuals, futures, um, d- different kinds of options, pools, all that. Yeah, you can do all that stuff, but you need those three elements first. If you don't have three, those three elements, then you know, you're, you're, you're missing your, your primary colors. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun 2023. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alex, does that sound like a fun 20- 20- 20- 20- 20- 20- 20- 20- 20- 
I haven't listened to him once. Well, this entire, we have different ideas of fun. We're just going to ping pong If the that's what 2023 is, then we are absolutely fucked. Well, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing $33 million on... Nouns Dow has more than that. Mm. Nouns has got more in its fucking shoelace. See, to me, that all that Nounsdow is opportunity. The entire Tezos blockchain. See, to me, that's Our, just Car- Cardano has more, unfortunately, even though... Yeah, I mean, I, I, DeFi on Cardano. That, that's like, but that's my point, point, though. Right. So, unfortunately, this thing shows that Cardano has more DeFi on it yeah. than Tezos. So that's kind of scary, no? No, but like what I was just Does saying. Does that just mean Tezos has more room to so grow? So let me repeat the the basic element of what I said before, in case that was lost. The reason why the TVL is so low is because we have not had a lending system. You got that? So, Do you have one now? Like I said, it's under audit right now. So now once we get that out, then we can scale that. Because everything else means like nothing. You cannot scale any other aspect of a DeFi in any blockchain ecosystem unless you have a pool-to-pool based lending system. You got it? So what DeFi exists? Lumberg. Yeah. <laughs> what, what DeFi exists currently? On, on Earth? Borrow. Oh, no. On Tezos? No. No. No, uh, on Earth. I like the first answer first. Uh, we weren't, t- oh. even though no one had referenced Earth once in the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry to take I do believe topic. I was talking about. No, don't well, be sorry. I, I do I, live I, on I Earth, like that. So be better. I'm kind of biased towards. No, the, no, I like Earth that. Based, I, you know, DeFi. I, yeah, I well, mean, he's DeFi got a suit. So, 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 Compound launched in 2017 on Ethereum, and you're saying that Tezos is about to get his Compound. What you're saying right. is that right now we're right. getting to about 2016. On Ethereum, so why should anybody use um, that? Well, so yeah, there are some a couple major things why Tezos just pound for bound is better for DeFi. That doesn't mean that oh, all your if you have DeFi on Ethereum, all that all that's shit or whatever. No, that's good too. Um, and if you keep saying oh, futures multi-chain or whatever, well, that's never more true when it comes to finance and diversification of portfolios. You don't diversify in a single ecosystem. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so for one, that's just on a basic level, but Tezos in particular is very, very good for DeFi because, uh, for one thing, formal verification, that's the reason why the base protocol language that, uh, Tezos was built in, Jane Street Capital uses it, Meta Analytics uses it, Docker uses it. They were all using this before Tezos even existed. Um, so, so that's, that's very good for it. Uh, Scalability, um, we're getting on the point now where we'll have be able to do a million transactions per second. But these things are all, uh, this is a result of what I feel is the strongest component of why Tezos is best for DeFi, um, or one of the best for DeFi, uh, which is the governance system. The fact that it has on-chain governance means that the, the governance itself is decentralized. There's no company or organization behind it. It just comes from the validator community. And in that way, because it's a formal process that's completely on-chain with the governance, you don't need to have contentious hard forks. And if you don't have contentious hard forks, you don't have asset splits. And then you have actuarial confidence. If you're a financial institution, that's especially important that you won't have devaluation of those assets. So there's a lot of strength that comes to having on-chain governance for finance. Um, Other little things, you know... Mm -hmm. But does it say, but Tezos isn't new. I mean, the on-chain governance and all these formal verification things you spoke of, right. uh, they, they've existed since, I think, 2017, if not before. No. So why, why so, hasn't this thing worked no, since then? No, no. So 2017 is when the crowd sale happened. 2018, the basic protocol launched. 
But 2019, that was effectively all the major parts of it were complete. Uh, we didn't have like a token on Tezos, a tech, token standard until a year later. Um, and then building out the uh, DeFi protocols, so lending and whatnot. As I said, you when you were looking up DeFi Llama, uh, you should uh, look at the fact that in this last year, we did not have the ability, like we didn't even have views. Like if you're a developer, you know how important that is. Like, so we didn't even have that for smart contracts. So we were not able to do, uh, like even build, uh, especially a lending system. We weren't able to do that until the last several months. Um, so we even had to, because like we were trying to find workarounds around, we were building it. Like we had to rebuild just because the protocol itself upgraded to the point that, oh, it can facilitate all this stuff a lot easier. Um, like that's how recent the enablement of it was. So that stuff didn't exist in 2017. In fact, it barely came to exist in 2022, which is why it's all starting now. Got all it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And, I, you know, I like that aspect as well because, uh, you know, you get to look at other protocols and see what they did right and also what they did wrong, what they could have been doing better. Um, and then you optimize for that. Um, to me, it's like... Uh, you know, I, I look at Tezos, personally, I look at Tezos and Ethereum like in iOS Android. Um, but in a not, it doesn't really, it's not a good analogy for most reasons. But uh, in this aspect, I like it because if you think in terms of like, oh, what's like the most innovative, what has the latest and greatest features first? It's like, well, the system that enables like the fragmentation will, will clearly allow that because it's open source and you know, you can make whatever version of it you want. You can change something. I mean, it's like people, like that's a pride that Android people have in Android. Uh, but what does, so what does iOS value? It's like, well, it's the consolidated ecosystem. There's a reason why most most apps, they come out on iOS first because it's a lot easier to deploy for it because you're just building for one thing and everyone tends to upgrade together um, as opposed to if you're doing it for Android, which is you have to keep up for like a million different versions. Um, so yeah, there's trade-offs. I think hard fork culture, like fork-based governance, it's not necessarily a bad thing altogether. I think there are values to it. I think you do get innovation you would not otherwise get because people can just fork and make what they want. They don't have to wait for it to reconcile, uh, the upgrade the changes they want with the rest of the community to have the majority of it agree to it. Um, but if, but the other side of that is that, yeah, but then you get a lot of splitting occurring. Um, so like maybe things can sometimes take longer with on-chain governance because you have to reconcile, uh, with this, this commonwealth. Um, but the benefit is you do have a consolidated ecosystem. You always know that provenance will follow one straight line. Um, and like, there will be an official answer to like, this is the upgrade. We're all going in this direction because we all voted on it and it was all done on chain. Um, so I haven't seen anything else that has on-chain governance. Uh, I've seen things where you can vote on on protocol proposals, but the proposals themselves come from a central authority, like either a foundation or, um, you know, some company that's just designated as the ones to do it. It's not it's not actually uh, a commonwealth. So Tezos has that, and that's and that's reflected also in the governance of the DAFs, in the culture of the community, in the supportiveness of the community. Um, it, it it definitely diffuses its way through uh, so many other parts of the ecosystem besides just the governance itself. It's as important as that is. Right. I mean, I think I, 
I could probably ask more questions about the DeFi ecosystem there and, and learn more. But at the same time, I'm not sure, uh, Alex, Mark, if you want to go to some of the hands here in the audience. Mm. No, I was just napping. Dozing off. <clears throat> Dude, I've been I've been taking notes this entire time. I um, DeFi on. You guys can go on. Why don't we just get another? Z-O-S. Why don't we get another snoozer yeah. in here? Uh, BockFi, yeah, I know you like to. I know you like to do boring shit. TVL, then one NFT. Um, DeFi that's outdated, antiquated by six years. Yeah, I mean this is a great protocol. I'm ha- going to heavily invest in this. I mean, don't Bar- worry. It's not going to diminish what you, you see, own. Like, None of this diminishes what you own. It it applies. Um, it. it applies. Wait, is this thing part? I can't see. Oh, hang on, my. You don't have on, to gotta, see. I have my glasses on. Uh, things you don't. Bark talkers that aren't a part of uh, as a threat. Let me zoom out. I mean, it looks like a suit. It probably is bark. Uh, yeah. So bark. If I had to choose between the iPhone, which is the most recent iPhone? Is it the fourteen? Fourteen. Okay. So the fourteen. All right. So I got the iPhone fourteen. Uh, then what was last year's called? The uh, 13. Okay, 13. All right, so, okay, that's one year. Okay, what was the year before that called? The 12. The 12, okay. All right, so that's, that's two years. So they, they're doing D5 2016, so it puts us at 2020. All right, so what was the one before the, you said the 12? The 11. The, the 11, 11. Okay. yeah. No, the logic you're making would be like... Hang on, I'm almost there. The, Wait, is that Bart? I can't think. I got to squint again. Ah, like shit. getting BlackBerry Messenger. He's got that and then I think, uh, I think before that, the 11 was the... It's either the 9 or the 10. Let's go 10 to be safe. 10th, okay. The 10th still puts us three years in advance, so... Hang on, I'm running out of I'm running out of room on my just whiteboard. Just go to the flip no, the whiteboard over. Hang on, uh, let me just erase this. Wait, okay. no, don't erase that. Oh shit! That's that's for arcade. No, no, it's fine. No, they're not. They're not actually. Yeah, they're. Oh yeah. Uh, trust me, they got all day to fucking move pixels one to the left, one to the right. All right. Uh, so right nine. now we're in 2019. We're talking about the iPhone 10. What came before the i? What 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 was before the iPhone 10? The 11. This is way too long. It was the 9. I remember. The nine, the nine, I, you the know nine. how I remember it was the 9? The comedy came, payoff is not going to be proportioned to the nine, effort. The iPhone 9 had came before the 10th. I remember <laughs> that specifically. Yeah, I remember you. The yeah, iPhone you 9, were, it came out. Just poor dog. There were way faster routes. I think it was much higher returns. It came out in 2018. I'm sure of it. That was a great year. How did I know that? Because... The year before. Went to Mexico that year. The year before. What came out the year before? This is how I knew the 2000. Anyways, what came before the iPhone 9? It's, it's, I'm drawing a blank. Mm. Uh, I think they I, threw in like a random letter in there. It was like an X letter. maybe. Let's we'll go with 8 to be safe. Okay. All right, that puts us, that puts us five years behind the current technology, the iPhone 14. And still, we have not reached where Tezos is at. We haven't reached it yet. Good Lord. We're, um, almost, we're almost there, Bark. We're one suit So away. you don't... Okay. 
So Ethereum so does not. What came before the, the lettered iPhone? Oh shit, dude! I didn't know it was gonna be quiz time. I was. Well, I can't remember this. Mm. Just take an educated guess. Okay, we're gonna say the iPhone eight. The iPhone. So in comedy, there's this rule of iPhone threes. eight. No, this if is real. This is legit. Believe it yeah. or not, then you bore the, the audience. iPhone nine came out before Google it. the comedy iPhone rule of I'm not making this shit up. I'm not. I'm not joking. People think we lie. Does on that these. sound like a fucking joke? Hang on. Oh no, I totally believe you. People think they lie. Does this sound like a fucking joke? When I say the iPhone eight came out before the iPhone, does that sound like I'm a joke? Just saying Are you for any that, Kevin? You want to do three ver- three of it, and then you do right. a punchline, or else so, the audience gets bored. So right now, I'm looking at the iPhone 14. Not mine. I'm looking at someone else's. Maybe I should take it. Um, I don't have an iPhone 8. But my question to you, Bart, if you had to choose between the iPhone 8, which came out six years ago, or the iPhone 14, which would you choose? Mm, I'd probably choose like a blue suit with a microphone if I had to pick. A blue suit... With, with what was it? What's going with it? A microphone. All right. So, Kevin, it looks to me no one chose Tezos. That's what oh, I. Oh no! Came to... All right, all right, guys, shut it down. No one chose Tezos. I know what I said. Shut it down. We're done. Well. <laughs> Go home. Hang on, on. Alex. We're getting in the holidays with your family. Congratulations. Uh, Hold on a second. All the snoozers are coming out. I feel like I'm walking through the melatonin aisle at at the (laughs) gate. Exactly. Look, we got Bakfi. He's been hitting me with the fucking wave emoji for the past 20 minutes. So we'll go to Bakfi. Bakfi, I know you do a bunch of boring shit. What's your take on all this? Yeah, the one thing I will say to Kevin and for everybody in the crowd, stay away from Tezos because. I think the the I think the, it's like the, it's called the genie rate or something. It like I think most of the people genie coefficient it Tesla, distribution it's something it's a distribution yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's well, like distribution. highly centralized. Uh, so if you go in, they're probably gonna dump on you um, and just take all your money. Well, that's a very cogent, detailed analysis you got there. I appreciate your due diligence. Well, you can just take like value. 10 seconds. Kevin now. It's like Oh shit, dude. You know, in all these years building on it, I never thought to do that. Yeah, Damn, man. I'm glad I That's your project, it. Kevin? The Kevin Dow. Well, Kevin, no. I mean, project? it's all gone out the window. No, forget it. I didn't think to ever Google Tezos. But until I met this guy right here. Shit. What's wrong with me? Our Tezos King Kevin. You have a you have a Google it. It's so simple, right? 666 generated NFT to simp and celebrate our king, Kevin. We love you, Kevin. Please show us mercy oh. because we can only figure out how to mint on Ethereum. The hard forks have got it. Oh, you're onto five, that guy. Five oh, percent so of the royalties will be donated to a charity, the Dow. Agrees some dude some dude came to troll me, so he made like some right whatever down. the hell. Write that down. Write that okay. down. I'm going to DMCA that. I'm gonna I think the main, you know what I think the main issue 
I mean, Bach Five pointed it out. There's a genie that lives on Tezos. And if you don't, that's so racist. Are you? Is that some kind of shot at my ethnicity, dude? I don't. I don't feel safe. Why is a genie on Tezos racist? What? You calling? You calling me the genie? What am I? What am I? A cartoon? From Disney here to amuse you? Where did we call him a genie from? Definitely not amusing. Who, who called him a genie? I didn't call him a genie. Who called you a genie? Uh, I Some racist. on Tezos that uh, takes all your money and is um, is at a market cap Dude, of $33 look- million. You know, $33 million. <laughs> Every time you refer to it, it goes down. And- <laughs> um, I'm, I, I've tried to figure out what DeFi is built. Like what is what is DeFi mm-hmm. Lama picking up on? Can you give me an example, just one of the protocols I can look at? So one of the things on Tezos, like the DeFi aspects, which haven't scaled because we don't have a lending system quite yet, a scaled audited yeah, lending system. Do you see what you're doing to me, Kevin? You I'm trying to give context. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to take like an product. hour's worth. I'll review the product. I don't, like, that's see, I don't get any appreciation. I'm like, I don't hey, want to bore anyone. So I take what would be... And I get a five fucking minute answer. You put me to okay, sleep, homie. Pla- a platform on the Tell protocol the known as Tezos. Don't I don't need the ands and buts. So yuvs. I need the product. Yuvs. Y-O-U-V-E-S. There's Khalidri. Wait, wait, wait. So now you're going fast. You First you're going slow uh, as molasses. I can't ever please you. Okay, what is it called? It's Spell it out All for I me. All I do is give you what you want. So use Y-O-U-V-E-S. Y-O-U-V-E-S? Yeah. And this is a, a DeFi on Tezos. Okay. Let me see what yeah. it does. That's like your multi-collateral die. Got your multi-collateral die right here. Swapping, diversify with yield-generating assets, borrow against your crypto. Looks like there's already borrowing. Well, it's more like uh, like the way Dai does the borrowing. So, like, you have a synthetic coin that you create out of the, some leveraged uh, position on your collateral that you put in, um, as opposed to Compound or Ave, where it's like you can put in any token, you have some level of credit with that, you can borrow whatever else you want. From okay. like actual, you're going, yeah, you're going not, too fast. You're going way right. So yeah. all right. No, no, so, no, no. Like, no. Let me do the questioning because you're just gonna fucking. Well, know, I'm answering. Your, you said I'm going too no, fast. I want to make it you, simpler. We're going to your own fucking questions that no one wants to hear. That's the problem with. I thought you, you wanted to hear. I am. I did. I'm. I'm looking at you right. right now. I'm looking at him. I'm so looking. yeah, these are the different kinds of lending. Um. You're still gonna do it, huh? You just can't help yourself. Go ahead, mm-hmm. just go ahead. I've, like, I'm gonna go back. So on there's, the, there's, so there's compounds up. How die? All right. Goes. Yeah. No. No. Trust me. I know what's gonna happen here. I on Ethereum. There he goes. Huh? There he goes. On yeah, Ethereum. I'm gonna. Hey, Bart. Here, dun, 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 well, I would have been <laughs> done by now. Dude, why is it looking at us? How did Kevin find us? Look at me running around the room. The developer's like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Look, while well, we're running around, we're we got more done. Right now. We're on a Twitter space more, more done right now than in, they've done in the last fucking three months. I when mean, the they say that, these MFers say that they're developing, they're just sitting in spaces all day. I mean, and wearing suits. Is this building, Bart? I'm building. 
I'm building. I'm building. It's the size of a fucking. And just wearing suits. I'm about to build into this blonde ale on tap. I'm gonna be building heavily into this. Oh fuck! I'm getting too old. Wait, did you just get beer, dude? Yeah, on tap. What the fuck? You on? No, it's six twenty-five. Yes, we're already late. Oh yeah. All right. I mean, six a.m. Day after Christmas. She right. is balled up on the couch. So we gotta go. We gotta go slow for me because I have no idea. You started to say die. I don't even know what that means. My D A I. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So my. What? Big, oh, what do you mean? Should I know what that is? I mean, if you know a little DeFi stuff, on I don't know theory, any. You should at least know that. Well, I don't oh. know any. Okay. Well, well we're, we're so, just no, we don't know anything. Yeah, you're talking. All right, <laughs> let me let me bring it. Let me. PFP uh, is thirty dollars. Let me bring it down. And I'm a, a cameraman. And I'm a cameraman. Bring it. Bring it down. Right. Here's the problem, Kevin. Okay, so you're about to explain. I'm recalculating this. now. Explain it, it to me I like I'm twelve. The to... And explain it to me like we're twelve and we actually give a fuck. Just pretend for a moment. Okay. I'll put it on the easiest difficulty level. All right. So, so to have a lot of DeFi stuff in big numbers go on on Tezos, you got to have this one component that all the big boys have. Tezos hasn't had it until like now-ish as it's getting audited, um, which is a good thing because it's a security audit, so you make sure it's all good there's areas that need improvement those things get fixed um so after that give it a little time to you know acclimate well, that's too much get it sometimes so the market can see it and people can put their money in if they want to and all that so it can scale on its own and then you can start to judge them pound for pound apples to apples but right now it's like comparing uh, uh, like a developing economy with a developed one. Um, but the thing is, this developed economy happens to have like a really great port and natural resources unlike anywhere else. So the potential of it I'm, is I'm huge. To, you're supposed to, I'm a 10 year old and, and all, and I'm building Lego sets and I have no clue what uh, about. So, uh, that's something. Let use a different thing than Lego. It's hard for me to. No, you don't have to put it in Lego. To analogize, I could. It's just old, and I still enjoy playing in the sprinkler and building Legos. So I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, oh, you're bringing a whole other. Whole Kevin, other if I could just ask the questions, you'd answer, and we could go fast as fuck. Let's do that. Let's do that. Do it. Do yeah. it. All right. What is die? DAI is what's called an algo coin on Ethereum. It's a synthetic okay, slow down, dollar. Slow down, slow down. What is an algo coin? Well, I was about to say. So it's uh, so a stable coin, like a US so a dollar stable. stable coin. Yeah, but there's two kinds of stable coins. There's the reserve backed stable coins where it's like a bank account or like some off chain source that's like full collateral. You know, you, ideally, you can like redeem the coin for that real world thing, um, you know, and uh, that's a reserve backed stable coin. And those things are really strong and scalable because, I mean, it's just very simple. Like you, you have the coin, it represents this dollar that's off chain. Good. 
The Algo coin is completely like different. Wait, like Tether? Yeah, like USDC or BUSD and those kinds of things. Was Tether's that, one where like, it's uh, it's a US little... Dollar. They, in theory, yeah, they give in theory, you one tether. tether does, but they're the one that's kind of they like, give you uh, who really tether. knows what they have. In return, you have to give them a physical one U.S. dollar. So every single tether that goes out, and then okay, that makes yeah, sense. more likely, yeah. But in general, it's probably like an institution will will do that and give a lot of money and mint it, and then like. But the idea is that like you would redeem that t- one tether. I mean, just a fucking for... dude. It's the same shit. That. Yes, yes, I'm, yes. I mean, you're correct. Oh. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah, like that's my train of thought. When you start fucking Sweetie? going, fuck rails. you put like five of these endeavors in a room, dude. They never stop. They'll go until one of them fucking passes out. You know, you give them anyway. some dumplings and some tea and and iced tea and some lobster pasta. They never shut the fuck off. <sighs> They'll keep going on and on and on. Dumpling. On that little echo chamber. Yeah, well, they give you information you don't want to hear. That's the problem. I'm like, okay, don't mm-hmm. care about that. So like, hey, then, wait, hey, all right. Like, what do you think so about then this? That's yes the easy no. one. So that's sudden, the easy one. God. So that's the easy one. The reserve-backed yep. stable coin is the easy. Yeah, that's the easy one. And, to and you're saying USDT um, and Tether are reser- are examples of this reserve-backed. Yes. Is there? Okay, this is a little off-topic. Is there anything like that's backed by gold? Or some, it's not anything other well, than yeah. US there's dollar there's like Pax gold. There's Tether gold. Okay, um, cool. but they're That's but they're all, priced no, no, to gold. Deal. Yeah, don't go into deal. I was just wondering if it exists. Okay, so yeah, right. we get the asset backed stable coin. Mm-hmm. And then the other kind, which is like Dai or Frax. Uh, these are algo coins. Was so, what was Luna? Or Terra? Luna, uh, Terra. That's a, that was an algo coin. So Algo I don't like coins. Algo coins. Yeah, that's the thing about them. Now they can be done much more responsibly than the way Terra no, USD no. was done. No. But I, I personally, I don't. So it's not something a... I wanted to dabble in, so I did not make a Algo coin. Because um, to me, it's a very, uh, it's a very hard concept to. Uh, they don't stay stable. Like they're they're volatile by design, and ultimately, to make them work, you have to have a larger amount of reserve back coins like circulating anyway um so yeah the really what the utility that people need ultimately i mean it's at this point it's the reserve back coins but yeah die and and so the idea with like the simple way of looking at die it's like um or well like the original version of it now that's like a little more complicated but like the original version it's like you take some you took some eth and then you lock that into some kind of position you had on its contract and let's say that ETH was was worth um, like a thousand dollars for the, the amount that you put in. Then that means you can basically mint out something called DAI Dai, which was pegged at a dollar price. The idea is that this is supposed to be a dollar price to the effect of like uh, like say they say three hundred dollars worth of that. Um, like there's some limit depending on on the limits that that are set. And that way, if the price of ETH goes down, well, then like that puts pressure on, you have to have enough collateral to back it. If it goes down beyond a certain point, like that, that ETH you put down might get liquidated. Um, but if the price of ETH goes up, well, then you could actually, uh, you're, you're still in bounds for how much uh, like your 
your uh, uh, sort of loan to equity relationship is. Uh, I'm trying to keep it simple. So my, my little you stuttering here you is like kept it simple at all. Trying to keep it. Um, you, you have not kept it simple in the slightest. Matter of fact, I become. So, I'm yeah, that's like. So yeah, have, but it's it's like a fake. Okay. You make a fake dollar. No, no, you make a fake no, dollar. No, 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 no. no. We're not going to be making fake dollars. We're going to make algorithmic dollars. That's what that I is. Have, I have one Ethereum. In a sense. In a sense. It's a, good, it's a vital part so of have, the I, DeFi I have economy. one Ethereum. It's at, let's say Ethereum's at $1,000. I want to lock in a contract with Dai mm. to protect my one thousand. Well, supposedly what? no, no. So no, but, you put in. So you're putting in like your collateral, yeah, and then you can borrow against that collateral. But in borrowing against it, you're not borrowing some some asset that there's like this this lending this pool of. No, you're actually creating this new coin called Dai, like which is some kind of a has some relationship with the collateral that you put down so you have to have a lot more collateral than you have than the die that you create um and then if you want to get your ethereum back you want to get your collateral back you got to bring back all the die that you owe so they have and they have these other things that to like keep to make sure that uh they can encourage you to bring back die if they need to that means it's like the price of eth crashes and they need people to return a lot of die so that if there's less in the system they they rate they have fees so they have like this stability fee that they that they charge you and that you'll see so you're racking up a bill for this stability fee um and so when you pull out you have to pay that so so that's all stuff you have to deal with with algo coins but the idea here is if you're if you're smart about it if you can play it right you can stand to make a lot um make sure you don't get liquidated make sure you're vigilant about you know dealing with that stuff but like basically all die all of those stable coins they're basically a form of debt they're not they're kind of like a they're, they're not the same as like a hard primitive like reserve back coin um so those are the two major kinds you got the algo coins you got the reserve back coins and, and so this one the uves is an algo coin yeah but it doesn't just use it's not like so calibri that's one where it's just you're you're betting against like it's uh you're you're borrowing against the price of tez you have tez collateral and then you borrow this thing called KUSD uh, against the value of that Tez collateral. Uh, but what UVES has done, they you can do multiple uh, kinds of collateral that you can put in. So you can see the different things you can put in there and you can uh, create this uh, other type of coin called UUSD. But what can you do with these UUSD or KUSD? Trade, uh, I mean, most trading every day for any pairing is it's... Uh, is it's uh, for like it's uh, it's pairing with U.S. dollar, so you can trade between them, um, and and people do that. Some people just do that for a living. They do high volatility trading uh, for based on like a single price pair. Uh, the second highest trading traded pair for anything is its own asset with Bitcoin. So like Ethereum and USD, that trades more than anything that Ethereum trades with every day. Uh, and then some form of USD, whether it's Tether, or, you know, all that stuff. Uh, the second most common thing that it trades with is Bitcoin um, amongst all these exchanges. So you could take the synthetic so, dollars and then buy a synthetic Bitcoin with it on the Tezos uh, DeFi. Um, well, uh, that, that's something, sure, you can do that too. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, and now for like USD Tez, which is the coin that we deployed, 
which is a which is a reserve back coin. It's not an algo coin, um, and it's only on Tezos. So now we're doing integrations with that for payments, um, and uh, yeah. So we're going to get into the whole commerce angle with it as well. Uh, but yeah, for DeFi and for for commerce and commerce in this instance, we're talking about NFT marketplaces. So um, that's been the biggest um, biggest boom to it. But yeah. Yeah, and Tezos has a robust, uh, that's another reason why DeFi has so much potential on Tezos, because it already has uh, a robust uh, NFT ecosystem, just completely independent of DeFi. So DeFi will just enhance that and bring um, the scalability of that up and the price points even higher um, once the DeFi scales on Tezos. So normally, I mean, you have most of those, you look at DeFi Llama, like most of those uh like uh, uh, high liquidity DeFi ecosystems, those blockchains, they don't have uh, like an NFT ecosystem. So it's really just about the DeFi in and of itself and the hope that users will come there to trade um, and, and do all of their their finance aspects. But completely independent of that, Tezos just already has like its big cash crop is with the NFTs. Um, so just like the art market and, and finance have a symbiosis in the traditional world uh so too you'll see that um in blockchains as well rough one they got some banger snacks here but bark i mean are you interested in tezos DeFi after speaking with kevin i'm juiced up for this shit um uh, yeah. just say juiced Oh, I didn't know your name was uh, Bark, Kevin. It says Kevin. Bark, you got to come here and look at this bottle opener. Um, I want to pass it. I saw it. Wait, wait, wait. No, this is actually important. Come here. No, and look I, at saw this bottle. I saw it. You already saw it? Oh, my days. Um, um, I want to pass it off to did somebody. Did you take a picture of this yet? No, we owe the spaces an interesting voice for about two minutes. Let's pass it off to Jared the Third, Gerard the Third. You just like him because you can imitate him. Uh, can you wait? Can you call on him in his voice before he speaks? All right, so we're gonna go ahead and pass it off to Gerard the Third. Hey, okay, go ahead, mate. Yeah, thanks, boys. I appreciate that. There, I uh, appreciate Kevin talking for five minutes on something I know nothing about. Um, I heard the word community thrown out there. I just wanted to find out: Has anyone ever seen anyone from Tezos? Uh, are they an extinct community, or are they still going? Never. Actually, one of the hallmarks is a very strong community on Tezos. So, um, and people who come to Tezos ecosystem, they they take a lot of uh, joy in that as well. That they have so many supportive people, and it's all over. But I think whatever ecosystem you specialize in, you're going to see fewer of people outside of that. Partly that's just how algorithms work on any social media, but also there's just we tend to to gravitate towards our own. Um, I don't want to say echo chamber because it's not really intentional. Um, but we, we just tend to be surrounded by all those things that confirm um, what we're used to and what we support and the products we get. So it'll look like, oh, wow, there's a very small, like if you were to go through like my feed and all that, you would think the entire world would be like mostly Tezos, some Ethereum, and then to a smaller extent, other stuff. Uh, but that doesn't speak for the whole. Uh, likewise, you could say that about anything else. I would tell you, though, that uh, in terms of transactions um, and just, I think, actual usage even at this point, uh, 
it, you're you're not seeing very different numbers. You're seeing multiples higher on Ethereum, of course, but it's not the same as it was. Like we're looking at things that are like maybe four to eight times higher on Ethereum, whereas maybe a year ago it was like forty to eighty times higher on Ethereum. So that margin has gotten a lot slimmer. Um, yeah, and some days we're getting like closer to the majority of the same amount of transactions on Ethereum. Um, and by the way, we can do all this stuff on layer one. We don't have to go to layer two because Tezos really, the protocol is really invested, has invested in the scalability of it. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Great answer, Jared. Do not give uh, Kevin any open-ended questions. Anyone on the speaker panel. Matter of fact, dude, if you give Kevin an open-ended question, you'll be removed from the speaker panel. No, if you give him what? a yes or no question, it's it's 15 minute in response. Um, all right, one we'll was, a, pass it one was to... closed caption. One was a closed question. I said, "Is the community extinct?" And it was yes or no. That's all it was. Yes and no. I right? thought I gave you a... no. In fact, the opposite of that. Well, you were too busy getting another go. R in your first name and adding another number to your whatever. That's a little, that's a little racist. All right, People we'll were having a community. We'll it was expanding. That's, that's an L, dude. That's an L, dude. L shake. Uh, don't fuck with the Australians. I have zero tolerance for, for double R's. For the what have the, the Australians the ever rated. done? The Australians have literally never done anything bad. All right, we'll go ahead and pass it off to Slamma. And you don't have to respond to every single prompt in the space, Kevin. Oh, go ahead and pass it off to Slamma. I don't? I'm going to pass it off said. to Go ahead, Slamma. Yo, what up, Kevin? Uh, you talking about the community for Tezos kind of reminds me when I shaved my head bald when I was bored and I saw another bald dude and we kind of gave each other the nod. Like, you're both just kind of just doing it and it's cool, but I don't know. I don't really... Um, I don't really fancy Tezos a whole lot, to be honest. I don't. That's I don't all right. Can That's you why they got menus in restaurants. Well, you, 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 you think you're going to know what he's going to say? You might have said, and I'm going to give everyone in the space a yeah, million just, dollars. I'm putting my arm around it. A little preface. I was, I was just buttering your biscuit a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, something that just uh, it's like 10 years away from doing stuff put a couple bucks in it, get some ETH, stack up. Um, not a Tezos guy. I'm not convinced. Uh, That's okay. You may need a, a spokesperson with a little bit more charisma that can spark oh. new, You know, g give it to the straight from the, you know, give it straight up. But Jeez. I appreciate I appreciate your time of trying to explain it, but I not know. really. Okay, we'll go pass it off so, to Dr. Oz. Wow. Dr. Oz, go ahead. Uh, Tezos is the blockchain I send everybody to that tries to show their bullshit in Cardano. Uh, it's known as like the artist blockchain. What does that uh, mean? But yeah, I just send a bunch of bunch of uh, ruggers over there. Uh, that's why the transactions up that he was talking about. Um, no one uses Tezos. Uh, Cardano dunks on Tezos. Uh, I think Algorand dunks on Tezos. I think even VeChain dunks on Tezos. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no one uses true. that shit. No, it's true. I've seen it. Uh, no. Yeah, I see it every day. No. no one talks about Tezos. I think the the one person I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we Good sent our, the guy that we we sent our worst Cardano influencer to Tezos. We really did. His name is well, Mix Green. Uh, look at him. 
Uh, you'll find them. Seems like we're living in your head rent-free. So that's saying something. It's so insignificant. Why are you so? Why are you plotting uh, around it so much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Oz. Let me put up it. some numbers. Yeah, it's not just because you're in here uh, hogging the mic ninety-five percent of the time. Doctor Oz, every time he comes off mute, he's saying something about it. Uh, we usually have to. We but usually Seth. have. To him, we usually have to kick him off stage or cut him off because he just talks about Tezo so much. Okay, well, go ahead and pass it off to Jarvis. Mm, uh, love. Let's hear another terrible take. Go ahead, Jarvis. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. It's pretty late for me, and this almost put me to sleep. I, I've never heard of Tezos, Tezos, however you pronounce it, bro. I'm, I'm honored. Uh, I'm honored to have introduced you. I'm, I'm still talking, Kevin. Uh, truth is, my friend, um, I don't. if I want crypto, just take my money. I don't want to hear you speak for like 30 minutes about things I don't understand, my friend. Just give me the JPEG. Give me the gains. Um, I didn't understand anything you said. And I will never buy Tezos. But you will if I say, give me your money, here's a JPEG? Well, that's a, a whole different story. Yeah, it took two seconds. And it was very mm. direct and clear. You know, it was fucking roundabout. It was like a fucking preschool game with you, just jumping Man. back and forth through fucking hoops. There's always a million reasons as why, why not. You know, this, that, die, poop you know coop scoop doobity there's always a million fucking terminologies you know at least on at least nfts it's just give me money you get picture you know it's very simple straight fucking forward go ahead pass it off to christine um christine's in a photo frame so maybe we can see the bigger picture here what's up christine look i was fucking framed but but i've known kevin for about two years and um this motherfucker like puts me to sleep when he talks about Tezos and I'm surprised someone didn't say Tezos in a mirror three times. Cause usually he fucking appears when you say it, but Five. he, like he can man. be funny. I know he can be funny every once in a while when he's not talking about Tezos, but here's the advantage is he goes to Congress and legislator and talks about crypto for us. And if we ever need anyone to filibust a crypto bill, Kevin is our fucking man because he will put them to sleep in five seconds. Yeah, they're like, like they're like, oh my god, we might as well just pass whatever bill they're trying to get. Into <laughs> right? They're just like, I can't. Time. Just like done. Like, oh, I'm actually kind of curious. Okay, we'll pass it over to Cat Five. But Kevin, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, Cat Five is the Rockefeller of Ethereum. He owns over half of the metaverse land on the other side. Cat Five, can you kind of give us like a three bullet summary of of Tezos DeFi? I mean, it's completely worthless. It's a blockchain that prioritizes environmental impact and responsibility, which no one cares about. So I, I mean, oh, God. I mean, there, there, people who are flipping art and NFTs on Tezos are looking for twenty-five cent profits, which is not what any of us are here. Oh, Jesus Christ! So no, just uh, keep just keep inserting uh, historical religious so, every time he's so so. I think he's referring to some maybe hostility he felt at a time when Ethereum was proof of work and Tezos was proof of stake, and people were taking pride in the fact that Tezos happens happened to be and happens to be proof of stake um, and, and the carbon neutrality of Tezos. Um, so, but that is taken to a point based on 
what I understand from him is that, well, then therefore that is the value for going all other potential values so that there is this dilemma, this false dilemma positioned in that if you are good for the environment, if you aren't, if you are environmentally conscious in what you create, you must be shit at all the other things that make the world go around. So, and, and, you know, that, that can't be, how are you going to have a successful product if that's the case? Well, we know clearly avoid the things that happen to be environmentally conscious. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the kind of poor logic. Uh, it just so happens to be uh, clean and Ethereum now is proof of stake as well. So whatever, um, good for it, you know? Um, so there's that. Uh, and when it comes to, I think the characterization of the price points you see on Tezos, which really just keep going up tremendously. I mean, it's just so much more now than it was six months ago, than more than it was six months before that, so on and so forth. Uh, I remember very early on, people were just feel, felt very threatened that like a lot of people were gravitating towards Tezos away from Ethereum. And so they were turning, I think, the gas efficiency argument on its head. Uh, whereas people had no choice but to put up high price points at a minimum for something that would at least cover the cost of gas on Ethereum, which was maybe, you know, hundreds of dollars at, at one point, um, or a few points, actually, that like, oh, you don't have to do that. Gas is basically like virtually zero. So you can price something under wide edition for something very little. You can build a community by by putting very low price points out there. Like you can do that despite the fact that you could also keep your very high price points as well. Um, but people were, were focusing on those that, you know, had that ability to price it at a wide edition, very low, at a very low ticket price. And they were saying, oh, look, it's so cheap. Like putting that as a measure of quality, as opposed to affordance of variety of economics. So that's what he's referring to. <laughs> now you know. As and if you don't know, now you All know. Right, go ahead and just pass whatever bill he was fucking talking about. Yeah, no shit. Five more minutes of him. Holy fuck. Like, hey, we got to get out of here. That's what Congress is saying. We got to. Like, the first tight person schedule. to explain DeFi in 10 seconds will be a, a billionaire. That's decentralized the- finance on a blockchain. That's all. Oh, there we go. All right. Thanks for coming, everybody. Yee-yee. Shut it down. No. I'm, um... And the thing Christine was talking about, uh, the other thing I do is that uh, I'm an advisor to the American Blockchain Political Action Committee, also known as CryptoPAC. Dope. Are you passing regulation? I think that's probably where you should be spending your time. Way less time on... Don't tech. tell me what to do. You've been telling me what to do the entire Don't tell me what to do. The entire conversation. Not, you, all I've done is answer your questions. No, you, you don't like the way I answer it. I, I somehow come up with another way to answer it. Just for you. It's all for you. My whole life is for your happiness. No. It's for you to provide information without providing information I don't give a fuck about. This is the problem. I, I tried to drill down. I'm adapting to you. No. It was an adaptive experience. Let me pull out the key. Let me pull out the whiteboard again. Start taking notes on this dumb fucking conversation. All right. Tezos. You know what you can't spell Tezos without without zero. 
You can't spell that because that's where the blockchain's headed. T-E-0-S. That's how you spell it. Every morning, I start my day with a big bowl of Tezos. They give me the vitamins I need to grow up strong. Yeah, right. Okay. I did just follow five people that you last retweeted. They're all Tezos MFers. Who's the biggest Tezos account? I'm, I want to see them. Don't say you either, Holmes. I, I would be you so... You go to lucky. Lunar Crush. What? Are you familiar with Lunar Crush? Lunar Crush? Yes. Do you know okay. this website? No. It's like Legos, but uh, it's a website, and it has social data on uh, crypto blockchains and... On blockchains, period. Lunarcrush.com. Okay, if, if this account isn't number one, then probably reporting on false. What? Animals. No, it's a website. It's a website where you go to find out what's number one. What don't you no, understand? No, yeah, and I'm, I'm saying I don't even need to check that website. If the account you're speaking with at the moment isn't ranked number one, then it's reporting false analytics. Where do I what see account? these? The account that's speaking to you right now. Where do I see? I don't see any accounts. Where, where, where am I looking at a Lunar Crush here? You can go look up a like look up Tezos, search Tezos, and then it'll okay. count all the data on Tezos. Yeah. Do I need to sign into? Oh, I'm not signing into this shit. Probably gonna steal all my data. No, 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 no. Oh, you don't. I'm looking at Tezos. Okay, the number one most influential is Tezos. What a fucking surprise. Okay, number two, oh. Lori, Lori Grace. You ever heard of Lori Grace? I don't know. Are you looking at the one day view? I don't know what I'm looking at. This is the first time I've been on this fucking site. All right. Um, most influential is what I'm looking at. Top influencers in the last week. Number one is Tezos, at Tezos. Number two is at Lori Grace. Number three is Moondust. Number four is Artist with Words, um, Stanley T. Crawford. Number five is this Cello Telly. So pretty cool to see it. I've never used this Lunar Crush. Bark, have you checked out Lunar Crush? It's actually not that bad. Checking out the back of my eyelids. I'm done with this fucking Colin Gerard. No, legitimately go to LunarCrush.com. It's pretty interesting. Colin Gerard again. I like hearing his voice. Well, I'm looking up Ethereum right now. All right, well, he's looking that up. Gerard, what's your takes on? Well, hang on, hang on. Who do you think the most influential account is on Ethereum? Mm. Frank DeGods. Whale Stats. At Whale Stats. Number two, Cointelegraph. Number three, Altcoin Daily. Number four, Crypto Gems. Number five, Shark Coins. You got to, okay, so like if you go to the top, you'll see like a little uh Yeah, so Mark, my, uh, my take on this dude, I'm having a look at the stats right here, guy. Um, Tezos, uh, social mentions in the last week is down 17%. Uh, social engagements is down a, a cool 16%, and the price is down 1.1%. Uh, that's coming straight from Lunar Crush. Yeah, and if you look at the social activity at all points, over the years, you'll see Tezos actually has the strongest. Look into your left. Look into chains. your right. Why don't you just worry about yourself, kid? Far outweighs the, the market cap. Um, it's okay. Other, Drive. Maybe if you the focus rise on of Tezos. The mountain, 
doing the push-ups. threaten your portfolio. You don't oh, have shit. to be scared of it. Yeah, my portfolio look, can. My you don't have to look consists. for things that'll like. No, this oh, thing can't be go. good. It can't go. be. We have. Hold on, hold on, Kevin. Good, then you're saying Kevin, my thing is good. Hold on, good, Kevin. We have. My thing is Kevin, good, we have I'm chief. Real. We have chief melatonin. Uh, we have sleeping pill, big brother. Uh, Machi. Oh, no. I know. Yo. Machi, uh, what do you think about te- DeFi on Tezos? Tezos an OG chain, man. Thing's been around forever. I think they got they got some uh, NFTs on there, like artists uh, that are like super loyal to the chain. Yeah, but but they're selling art for pennies. They sell their art for dollars. No, dollars. don't listen. Don't listen to this cat five. Well, um, doesn't understand how the economics work. Well, I, I think you can. You chains, can do. There's it. a lot of these chains out there. We we talked about this, right? They're like in their own ecosystems. Like you might never ran into these different people from the different chains until you do. Like, like who? This uh, Kevin on stage right now is the co-host. He probably been living in Tezos this whole three, four, five years that we we've been doing other things. You know, it's like it's like Oxford oh yeah, has been. Like, how do you how do you know he's been in Tezos for 2017? It's in his fucking bio. He's telling you to to get out of your uh, echo chamber. Realize there's a whole world out there. No, I'm not an echo chamber. Of- I'm roaming. I just roam. I'm a roamer. And look, I looked at that Tezos echo chamber that you're stuck in. That's got like shit falling from the ceiling. My echo chamber looks like pisses all over the ground. I'm not entering that echo chamber. (laughs) Well, I I checked that Tezos because there's an artist on Twitter that was pretty talented. I thought his shit was pretty cool. And I went to go find his art, and it was on Tezos. Yeah. And then I didn't buy the it. Artist? I, I didn't buy it, but acid I acid probably. Cool, but I didn't buy it. Yeah. Acid always talking about his art on Tezos. It wasn't acid. It was someone else. But um, hmm. yeah, that's the only artist I'm aware of on Tezos. And they said, yeah, the artists really like Tezos. That's all I've ever heard. Never did I Tezos, hear of Tezos yeah. uh, DeFi because the TVL is at like 33 million for the whole fucking block. As I explained, that's less than. It's the, because we haven't had the Nasdaq has a higher TVL than the whole fucking blockchain. Eight, 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 so eight USD had forty million liquid in TVL. Eight USD had forty million. That's that's mean it's bigger than Tezos. That's not yeah. a good look. The whole fucking blockchain. You got collections on Ethereum that have higher TVLs than a whole fucking blockchain combined. You want to go look at the Ethereum TVL? Uh, you could say the same exact thing, but also realize, well, wait a minute. If Tezos has all these fundamentals going on and it just seems to be undervalued in liquidity no, and price, that's the, then the that's sh- your... I, I love that Hold word. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you could look at it both right. ways. Right. To me, it's, it's the only I mean, strange I, thing I, to I, me... The only, strange thing, <laughs> the, only, the only strange thing to me is when people let their expectations uh, be set by the conditions that exist currently. If that were the case, then nothing would ever move. And all the opportunities have been realized. And so any research is pointless. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Hey, hey, Lumberg. Uh, so. Didn't Lumberg get in on the ICO of, of Tezos? You were in from the day one, weren't you, Lumberg? Yeah, I was. I was in the ICO. Didn't participate in the whatever class action suit or some shit because I just participated i baked my tez and all that oh, stuff too. Jesus. did all that 
Jesus, you want to hear about like put your sleep oh, number? Then what? So there's a class action lawsuit. You didn't participate. Everyone just put on your fucking sleep sleep gown. Oh, they love Turn it. Turn on a movie. Grab the popcorn. Going all night. They, oh yeah. You know, Tesla didn't yeah. call it steak. They bust out the iced tea. Baking. baking. They were called baking. Lobster pasta. There they yeah. go. Let them go. Mark, we'll go on mute. Let's go Bob's mute. Baking. Get down, grab some laundry, hit the gym, baking. take a shower, go to smoke some weed. Come back, and they'll still be talking about DeFi. Kids loving that stuff. Yes, That's right. Artists are there too because they and bake their art, fucking coins. So you know why artists go to Tezos? They were early you know, too. Tezos they, is the early they get baked. Of the art community. Yeah, the the reason why is because. Like before there was like Solana was ready for NFTs and all that. Tezos was like the first thing where you could go and mint for like nothing oh, in gas. See Lumberg. He's and people were, people were on a beam people, bag. He's got LED lights in the background. Just fucking, uh, excuse me. Talking about I think I'm, right now. I think well, excuse me. Did you something. fart? What are you saying excuse me for? Uh, well, Here, I was mid-sentence. All right. I'll just go on mute. Let's people people, people yeah, want to know this. Uh, keep going, Kevin. BRB. All right. So the reason why is you could mint for like less than a penny. And it was so cheap. People were just giving Tez to each other. So whereas Ethereum, especially at the time, you had to spend over $100 in gas just to experiment and mint your first thing. Like you could do in Tezos for like basically free, which was great to get people in the door. So even if they wanted to end up on Ethereum, they just still started their experimentation with NFTs on Tezos. But ultimately that led to just a lot of adoption by artists. Uh, and then by like, if you look up, say DAP radar, like May 10th for, uh, for OpenSea, they were down to just a few hundred users a day, like 500 users a day and like a million uh, volume a day. It was like nothing. They were like dead. Fine art was like gone from Ethereum. Then came Bored Apes and Mutant Apes and all that stuff. And then in that summer of 2021, uh, Ethereum hit it or OpenSea hit its stride with collections. And then you had collections become like really used interchangeably with NFTs uh, on Ethereum. And that became the big thing. Whereas fine art really found its home and crystallized on Tezos. And then that grew uh, in its own right. Um, so, and the difference is I'd say with the collections, yeah, there was a huge like run of money that came in. Uh, with fine art, it's much more personal. It's localized yeah, to the Kevin, artist. You missed but a bunch of stuff. You missed super rare and foundation. Ethereum does have sure. What? What? Yeah. No. No. That's that's true. That's true. So and like super art rare and Gener but, Generative art also. But people blocks. will tell you. Yeah. And then there's FX hash on Tezos. I'm telling you about like the way <laughs> that these communities knows. sort of. Hold yeah. on. Well, I'm trying to hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So. This is basically where the hulls of the community and where the culture uh, started to center around. So the expectations, so it's like, oh, NFTs on uh, Ethereum, questions come up about like, what's the utility? Uh, what's the APY on that? Is there a coin? Uh, let me know about the DAO structure. Uh, like those things are all implicit within what one expects to adopt within Ethereum. Whereas on Tezos, the expectation is more art for the sake of art in itself. Sure, there's some flipping and there's the economics of that as well, but it's much more localized to the artist. So the emotional ties that people have to what they're purchasing becomes a lot stronger. Like you come to these Tezos NFT rooms, like these spaces, people are crying. They're fucking crying about the NFTs that they purchase. 
and sell to each other and things like that. It's about they don't go up in value, so they keep crying about. No, I'm kidding, Kevin. No, 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 no. We're not having that. Yo, like that. is uh, is anyone running this space anymore? We're just gonna leave these hands up. I mean, I can just run it because yeah, I want to get coffee. We're gonna head over to Click. Cat Five. Cat Five, what's happening, my dude? What the hell is? Hi guys. Click, click. How you doing? Uh, doing well. I uh, I saw you up here, Kevin, and I had to come and come and take a look. And uh, you got you guys. You guys know how good Kevin is at evangelizing Tezos, right? He, he's converted. Yes, unfortunately, I, because I, Alex and Clark aren't here, I can't I with this. Did you just put Mati down to the audience, Kevin? I can't with you. I can't with you. Bro, this is insane. Yes. This is fucking... I'll bring them back literally... up. This is insanity, Peppers. Um, Alex and Bark are going to lose their that's a pretty shit. Low, that's a low standard for insanity. Look, you know what I'm referring Wait, to. Wait, has... Has there is click go on? Has this have 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 we lost total control of this space? I think so. I am in in control. They literally were like, "We're going to work out. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go get some food. Don't worry. Taking over the space. Don't worry. We got to talk about Tezos. Alex Mark went to sleep. They fell asleep. I got. I mean, can, can you worry. blame them? Do it. You like, put them in a fucking coma. Damn! I speak the truth. I get sent down. Damn! Listen. listen. No, you interrupt. You Marty, get sent down. I, you got no manners. Me, I was like, did you just send him you down? Got no to the manners. Fucking audience. I, I don't have manners. That's I'm uh, and you interrupt <laughs> again. You're getting sent down again. All right. Well, I can try I to speak. help. Right here. What? I can oh try my to. God. Yeah. Thank God. Wow. Wow. Oh. Tezos. I've, I've, I've... Tezos guy got I'm all... That's Listen. fucked up. Alex and Bark, man, just because a mutant is... Oh, is you dirty bastard. ...more than the TVL of Tezos, you can't... Do oh, that, you man. dirty that bastard. Is, that, is, that is dirty. Punchy. That's dirty. Can you Alex listen? Oh, oh, you hey, dirty. Kevin, I apologize for, for, for what they do. Do you? Know. Do I, you? I just apologize. Hey, I apologize. Punch. Do you apologize for interrupting? That's Don't what punch I want to know. Never punch do down, you, guys. Do Never you? Punch down. Do you apologize for interrupting? Yeah, that too. That too. I apologize. All right. Okay, we're good. That's all right. Um, yeah. Uh, a mutant is not worth more than the TV of Tezos. Tezos got thirty-three million US, so it's not chump change. Thirty-three million dollars is a lot of fucking money. So there's something going that, on there. That, and like I said, I had an artist that I really like the art. And his stuff is on Tezos. Um, I don't know how to bridge over. I don't know how to do those things. Kind of do sometimes, but I need Lumberg to hold my hand. And um, Lumberg participated in Tezos ICO. He'd even bake those fucking coins. Yep. And then and sure he doesn't evangelize for me because to go buy NFTs. That's like why. saying, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. That's what. You, that's a superficial glib Whoa. kind of. You do have a black friend. That's, that doesn't prove shit to you me. You came to the right place, Kevin. You I know. Happening you. Hey, you're, you're in the. Hey, you're you're in the right place for cancelable takes here. <laughs> it's great, but I want to. Yes. I want to know why are we talking about Tezos? Every literally. Every why does other, it threaten you so much? It doesn't threaten me. It literally, sounds like it does. It sounds like no, you're no, no. terrified, dude. 
Stop talking about it. I can't hear anything. Kevin, I just want to know what happened with the fifteen million dollar grant that OpenSea got for implementing what Tezos, and they put they implemented Solana instead. I'm just saying. I don't like, know how much it was. Clearly, something happened there. If anyone would know how Bro. much it was, would be I don't know how much it was, but I, I'm and, pretty sure it was it was probably it was. seven figures, um, probably low seven figures. Um, but and yeah, and uh, Tezos Foundation took a chance on them when they were small, when they were just at seed level, uh, and yeah, no one was fucking with them at the time. So then they're like, great, and then they put out the announcement and everything. And then a month later, they had their Series A, their Anderson Horowitz Series A, and then they had a multi-billion dollar valuation. And then they just fucked off. And they didn't fulfill their grant contract, which was very specific and had very specific dates as to what was needed to be implemented. So they're now over a year and a half behind on the first milestone, which would just make it like minimally ready uh, for Tezos NFTs. Um, and oh, and if you ask them like why, like, because back then I was asking, like, why is it not out yet? Why is it taking so long? It's like they didn't even approach the idea of planning how to do this. So they're like, well, you know, we asked Tesla's Foundation to send some of their developers. There are no developers at Tesla's Foundation. It's just a grant-making organization. There's, like, independent developers all over, and you just got to find them. It's not that hard, actually. I recommend it a lot to them, actually. Um, and, like, yeah, but, you know, we didn't, we didn't get any of that, so... Uh, you know, we're doing their EVM chains. I don't know. So what they basically like, they like dealing with blockchains that are run like companies that have very central core developers that they can have brought over and building out the stuff for them. The stuff which the grant is supposed to pay for anyway. So they want to have the grant, but they don't want to even use it to pay for anything. And so effectively for the last almost two years now, they took this grant money from Tesla's foundation they didn't use it for what it was uh, used for. They grew their valuation tremendously through all that time. The credibility of Tesla's foundation being led to that, one could argue was instrumental in that growth evaluation. They're able to get mm -hmm, lawyers. You can make your conclusions on what that could mean. Um, and uh, still nothing. And they still have the money. All right. They're basically, uh, Tesla's got rugged. Hey, Lumberg, I have a question. When you said the, the class action lawsuit, I kind of remember that shaky beginning because there were three founders and two of them was a couple. And no, that's not true. It was one guy. So you're talking, so it was the couple was the founders, Arthur and Kathleen Brightman. What you're referring to, it was this one guy who was the head of the new Tezos Foundation at the time uh, in Switzerland. And he was get, giving a shady vibe to a lot of people. Um, and it seemed as though he wasn't going to use the crowd sale money in a democratized fashion to build out the Tesla's ecosystem. People were getting kind of the signaling based on his moves that like he was going to try to just use it for his own projects and that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of big pressure and demand. So the class actions were um, really coming from people saying, you know, what the fuck? But what people don't know, most people, are, is that had, not only a good ending, but an ending which brought in a story which I think bodes very well for the credibility of the Tesla's ecosystem, which was that uh, the community rallied together online in forums and everything, basically elected their own leader. They created something uh, amongst community members and amongst the, the co-founders, uh, which was the T2 Foundation. Um, and a lot of the early backers were in this as well and supporting of it. The very next day, that guy 
Johan Gevers, the guy who was the head of that Switzerland foundation, he wasn't moving and we were worried about what he was going to do. He resigned. And then the leader of that T2 foundation became the leader of the Tesla foundation. What happened to the uh, treasury funds? What happened to the- it's, it, it, it actually, it grew, it was, it was safe. He couldn't touch a penny of it. And it actually grew a lot uh, in all that time. Uh, the treasury is split between uh, Tez, Bitcoin, and US dollars. I don't think they have any in ETH. Um, so it's, yeah, and that's how they've been able to, and then uh, partly think about like 10% in strategic investments. Um, so that's how they were able to grow. Tezos raising ETH? I mean, you could pay in it, but they didn't settle the no, amount. How did they raise? That. The, raise the- oh, you could pay. Oh, you could have done it in a lot of ways. There were several different organizations that let you do it. Um, yeah, you could do it through the online module. You, uh, I think you could pay. I think it was ETH. No, it was a bunch of things. So it was ETH. So who's the largest one cash. Tezos coins? Is it uh, a large tranche or no? You can go. You can go look it up on uh, any block explorer, and you can see top accounts and see. It's in a lot of exchanges what. because they do a lot of staking. But I mean, sorry, if I recall correctly, the the uh, class action was around the sale of unregistered security was, was the original complaint. But yeah, no, that well, that was the, the that, yeah. so the, the that, there was an SEC the token similar to Solana FTT. No, it was the. The SEC, so the SEC had a claim against uh, Tesla's foundation to saying, oh, you should have registered this thing as a security, when in fact it didn't even make any sense because all this stuff was done outside of the United States. So basically there was one hour no, the, the, where, hold, me, hold on, you can't, you can't, stop, stop, stop. All right. So uh, there was one hour where one server was pointed to like an Arizona server. There was an Arizona server that was pointed to from one of the websites. For one hour. Now, normally, the, that's just the court just dismisses those cases because it's ridiculous. But in this instance, because there was a lot of hubbub about all the uh, 2017 crowd sales, which Tezos was one of them, um, like they're like, no, 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 we're going to use this and we're going to run with it. Uh, ultimately, there was a settlement with the SEC for $25 million, But considering that uh, t- the crowd sale raised $232 million, which had, I think, at that time grew to like $650 million dollars. Uh, we saw at its peak uh, a year ago it was uh, between somewhere between one and two billion. Um, the treasury was now it's much lower, of course, because the price of Bitcoin went down. Um, but yeah, and all the fallout of that. But nonetheless, it still managed very well. Okay, so uh, does anybody own a shit ton of Tezos? Does anybody, any individual? Uh, ostensibly, yes. How about the founders? Um, is it is it like 3%, oh, uh, 5%? The founders? Uh, I don't know what the personal holdings. I do know that a company they have uh, has a number of uh, large bakers. and But the they don't have like a controlling stake. Nobody has a controlling 51%. stake. I'm not asking 51%. Yeah. I'm just asking what, what size does it look like? Nobody. Nobody. Um, you can look it up. You can go to. I'm on it. You I'll go to, Give me a minute. You go, yeah, you could. You have because they're divided among several different bakers. It's not like you just point to one account. You have to add them up. Well, my, um, my, my, my main thing with these different chains is like when they're being held like a large amount by you know like like how Solana, right? FTX, yeah. That's that's my main worry. Yeah, about yeah. Going in, so it has for these big guys. That's the same thing. With that's Polygon. a big deal for me too. Hold a shit ton, and they'll dump yeah, on you when you go there. So that's why I'm that's a big. Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal for me too. Um, so the vast majority of Tez was distributed, and you can look up, like there are some charts on this with Google Images, Masari put out a report on it. Uh, the vast majority of it went to 
the crowd sale. Uh, so insiders, which is how they defined it, uh, held a minority stake. I think of like, uh, here, let me get the actual graphic out for you. I'll post it up to the top. Just for you. But yeah, we're looking at like less than like 15%, I believe. So let me get the actual graphic. So when you said insiders, 15%, meaning the founders plus some upper management or something? Oh, so it's like, yeah, like the initial advisors, investors, um, the founders. Uh, there's uh, about, yeah, so the so some goes to the foundation as well. 85% went to the crowdfunding? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the actual number. I don't want to. Sounds a little bit too big. Hold on, let me see. So, oh, here we go. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So 10% went to the foundation, 10% went to insiders, and 80% uh, went to the crowd sale. Uh, if you look at, say, Solana, you had 48% went to insiders, and... Uh, 13% went to the foundation about, let's see. And then there's like a, how much is that? Almost all of the rest of it went to community allocation, which will eventually go to the community, but that's like untapped. And then a small sliver of like 2% uh, went, to the com went to the public sale. Yeah. So what we're looking at is like 95% of Seoul owned by VCs, insiders, that, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, same thing if you look at uh, Flow, if you look at Avalanche, um, yeah, Near, those things. So the things that were split up uh, pretty well uh, were Ethereum, Tezos, um, Cardano. You could say that about Cardano as well. Um, like yeah, the foundation bakers have the the foundation bakers have like sixteen million tez in their staking balance. There's That's like it. Spread across the ten ten drones. Uh yeah, mm. uh, yeah. And as a proportion, they has like smaller, and smaller. Yeah. Sounds a little bit better than uh, Solana and the other chains. Yeah. yeah. Tez has been quiet. I mean, they've been pretty quiet. They had that no, no, no. Just in, just based on your own surroundings, it'll <laughs> always seem quiet. To oh, you. I'm serious. I, I got a Tezos, like you said. I got Bro. a Tezos friend. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, I. You gotta, friend. you gotta accept that it's not your fault. It's the algorithms are set this way. You're going to be surrounded by the thing this you're initially interested in. It's not about in. the algorithm. It's just calm down. You're at a. It's You're at an no 11 one, right now. No I need you at a 4. On, no one's trading NFTs on your train. Only train. a Sith speaks in absolutes. And if you're speaking in absolutes, it sounds like you feel really threatened. <laughs> no one, no one's sitting on this chain. No one is. No one. It's like, why would you even go to that? Like, if there, there's some emotional thing going on with you. It's not not based. I mean, on to be that. fair, the the DeFi TVL is low, and the NFT volumes are low. As those, I those as I explained, it's not calm down. Calm down. You need to calm down. Okay, 
calm. <laughs> I'm calm. I'm drinking Joe. a beer on my couch, bro. Oh, he's drinking a beer. He's a cool American red-blooded guy. Oh, look at him drinking a beer on the couch. All right, drink more of the beer. More. Drink, <laughs> drink, drink. While I talk, drink. Okay. Uh, so as I said, the reason why the TVL is low in DeFi is because we have not had a complete DeFi ecosystem. Uh, we have not had a lending system. You cannot scale a DeFi ecosystem no matter how much you build out all the components, no matter how well it's used, no matter how many people are on it, no matter how big and robust your commerce sector is, if you don't have a scaled lending platform. Um, Ethereum has had that but before anybody. No, there's no but. This is what oh, it is. No, but it's, back... it's also hard with that. Uh, oh, my God. You're rugging. That's just how it works, no? What? No, we have no, Oracle. Said, with, without without Oracle? a decentralized Oracle. Oh, no, that's, we've had that. Oracle no, 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 we've had pricing. that. No, we've had that. That's not, that, that's basic. We've had that for right. years. That's not even a, that's not the crux of the calculus. Uh, it's really about the protocol being able to go and uh, make these intermittent calculations as people are able to borrow and lend and reconcile that with the Oracle. Having the Oracle itself is not a challenge. We've had that for a very long time. There are a number of oracles. Yeah. A good one is a challenge. Yeah, I mean. Okay, but that's not. I, I don't know why you're 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 very focused on that, which is great. It hasn't been a challenge to have a good one for our own. Um, but that's yeah, that hasn't been the issue. As more uh, types of assets come in that we want to have uh, uh, listed on Tespin, yeah, we need oracle markers for those. But the essential infrastructure is there. It's not like that's not the big that's not the big thing. Um, but yeah, to have a lending system, all you need is you need a, well, you need a, a you need stable coin and you need, uh, an Oracle and you also need a protocol that would lend itself well to views and, and basically smart contracts that would be able to, uh, just lend themselves well to DeFi. That's a challenge that you see Cardano facing at this point. Um, and the other th and also developers that can code in OCaml, though. No, you don't need that. Actually, that's a big uh, misconception. So OCaml, that's the core protocol. That's like the very, very core layer of Tezos. So you don't need it for that. Um, the the M smart Mickelson is it? Mickelson. Well, well, not even that. Mickelson. Not even that. Mickelson is like Solidity, right? So like it, it's it's like it's a smart contracting language that was made for the protocol. But you don't code in Mickelson. Almost nobody does. Uh, you can code in Python, uh, you know, you can code in uh, a TypeScript, you can code in JavaScript, you can code in, uh, in whatever you like. There are plenty of options. You can code in Golang. There are all these bridge languages that distill down to pure Mickelson, uh, but you don't code in Ligo. that. LIGO is one. Yeah, LIGO is a big one. Uh, you can, so if you like Golang people you, and SmartPy is the other part one. Over can you easily port over uh, Solidity and EVM compatible protocols? I mean, I um, think that would be yeah, easy there are, adoption. Well, there are a couple ways of going about that. So, yeah, short answer, there are there are some projects that are working on that. Uh, depending on what it is, it's pretty, it could be straightforward. But now you can actually run them as a virtual... EVM roll-up. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like so you can do... Being worked on. So the other thing, the newer thing that's happened uh, is you can... Uh, so, like, they're called SCORU, Smart Contract Optimistic Roll-Ups. Uh, you can basically run anything from another chain, like you, or something on EVM. Uh, you can run it on Tezos, um, and about like eighty to ninety percent of it is the same. Uh, you can pretty, for all practical intents and purposes, you can pretty much run anything on Ethereum on Tezos. Like it, it just kind of a, 
retrofits and instantiates it uh, within Tezos. That wasn't always the case, uh, but it is now after the most recent upgrades. Yeah. That's good to know. It's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next, and the next year in 2023, uh, like that'll be a big year to spin up a lot more developer tooling um, and uh, integration environments. Uh, that's something that one thing on the development side that's been lacking to have like a lot of like just the good helpful uh, tooling. Um, whereas th there's a lot of robust tooling on Ethereum for coding and Solidity. Uh, people who have coded on both chains know uh, it's just not there for Tezos. But like that's that's the next. I think probably the last step before these things are pretty much the same level of difficulty. And yeah, and it, and it was there was a lot of criticism in the beginning to think like, oh, you're going to build out these bridge languages so that people can code and the other stuff. That'll take so long, and you need to get the developers in now because the whole world's going to be transforming to blockchain in a couple of years. But that wasn't the calculus. It's like, no, it's not going to be a couple of years. It's going to be a long time before the world transitions to blockchain. Um, and that's that's proven true. I mean, we, we still have not had any scaled transition on any chain. Um, so we took that time to build out these types of bridge languages, this support uh, infrastructure. And then what, you just unmiked yourself to laugh? No, no, no. I, that's a, no, that's no, no, no. Point? I just want to say... No, 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 no. I wanted to see, though, like this crowd here to me is probably the next wave of users of Web3. And I think it's important that we're sharing the knowledge at the yeah. same time. I've made the mistake multiple times of going way too deep on a technical side. So maybe if I could do just like a show of emojis, like up or down th thumbs, like who here actually understands what the fuck we're talking about? I mean, yeah, we can get deeper into here, but if people don't understand, then what's the use in some ways, right? So, okay, well, that's helpful. I, I don't mean to say that what you're it's saying seeing Kevin, the isn't, positives. Isn't, uh, isn't correct. Seeing positivity. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it seems like a mixed bag. I, I think this crowd is, is good to, to learn at the same time. You know, it's, it's sometimes... The others I mean, are too I, busy I taking notes. Kevin gets really into the weeds sometimes. It's, uh, yeah. you know, God's got to pull him back, mm. to zoom out a little bit sometimes. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Huh? It means know your audience sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure it out myself. Hell, no, that's like, supposed to mean. Seriously, like, no one here cares. No one. About no one. We're back to absolutes. I knew it was you. I didn't even have to look. Ooh. I knew who I was talking. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I have a Tezos wallet, but, like, I bet very. I have a black friend. I, I care about Tezos. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. But like, just like, what what I'm. What else were you gonna say about your Tezos wallet? I was curious. No, no, I'm just gonna say like, no one gives a fuck about no one. Pain right now, like the Tezos, news. Tezos, you're Tezos. so threatened by it. I mean, uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying you're like the, the guy who's like Christine. Stop. Oh, she's the worst. Bro, bro. She's the worst, man. She's so ugly. Whatever. It's like you're in love with her. I know you are. It just sounds like it. I'm just saying. You sound in love. You are a man in love. Wait, what is happening here? I did not consent to my name being used. Oh, I was just using a regular. I was thinking of like an 80s, like, kind of. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stephanie. Name, name a relative 
name a relative NFT project on Tezos. Name a relative DeFi project on Tezos. Do you mean relevant? All all of the con. Is that the word you're looking for? Okay. All of the conversation today has been around Polygon, Ethereum, um, Solana, bridging to Polygon and Ethereum, big projects bridging to Polygon and Ethereum. It, no one is talking about Tezos except for you on this space. The people here want you're to hear so about angry and me. You don't. You're no, I'm not. Also, I'm just saying. We're, look at I'm how animated for, you've become. You want to be entered. I, I'm, I'm just, bro, bro. Kevin, no, I, drink, I, drink. Drink. Good. Okay. Let's take a few more shots. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Kevin. Do you mind uh, touching on like the scalability of the Tezos? Yes, uh, a little bit yeah. for everyone in here. Uh, there's no cat. Drink. Thank you. Cat. Drink. Uh, yes. So now we're headed towards a million transactions per second. Um, let me put that article up because I think that's yeah. Um, I mean, the one cool thing about Tezos is that, like, when one, cool one website goes down, they stay up on the blockchain everywhere and can be uploaded, like, on any website. I don't have any shit on Tezos, but, like, I did, like, when Dick and Nuts went down, that basically everyone figured out in the community. Dick and Nuts went down. Are you Dick and Nuts Hick went and Nuts. down? Sorry, 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 Dick and Nuts is what I called it because it, like, works when it wants to. So basically, like, it went down, but everyone just switched over to, like, object or something else, like, because basically they were still on the blockchain, What I, which I thought was really fucking cool, because, like, obviously with, like, OpenSea and other things, if that shit goes down, it's fucking dead. Well, I mean, that, that is the nature of smart contracts and, and truly decentralized. But what you're referring to is the story of Taya and Ikatnun. So, like, we talked so much... Stop. No. So we talked so much about in every blockchain... Whatever your blockchain, okay, whatever blockchain you like, there's a lot of talk about all of these are decentralized protocols. And in Web3, if the founder goes away and if the main website goes away, the smart contract lives on the blockchain forever. So anybody can make a front-end website and the thing will live on. Well, that's always been theory. And in general, you've just kind of had, it's like, well, yeah, technically that's true, but when do we actually see it happen? This actually happened with Iganon because the founder... He was a college kid in Brazil and he decided one day, okay, I'm going into finals. I can't take this anymore. And then he just like pulled the plug on the front end website. The same day, the community rallied together and everybody did a different part and put together uh, a, a new front end for it. And the econook.xyz was econook.art. Uh, and then that became, the, that became the portal. And most people knew that, like within 24 hours to go uh, to that site. And then that evolved into a DAO and it became, it, it rebranded as Taya. And then, so now there's the Taya community. Um, so that's like an actual proof point of a real story where uh, you can see that decentralization actually take hold. Uh, now let me get this. Thing. I think that. Did, um, did Kevin's mic stop working? Mm-hmm. I'm hearing. Uh... I hope. Nope. No, I'm here. I'm going back to um, going back to the club. I'll BRB. Damn, nice. Yeah, here's the He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna party rather than listen to Kevin." Maybe it's just going off so well. 
that he's partying at a celebration. Keep telling yourself that, Kevin. Huh? Keep telling yourself that. There's there's beer tapped outside, and I mean, sitting in his office on the spaces with you guys. Maybe I should walk out and party with those motherfuckers instead, too. I think right now is like the perfect time for us to pivot into something like uh, anything you can talk about. Toggle Bell. too? Yeah. We can talk about whatever you are right now. The world is our oyster. All right. I put this article up in the nest, and you can go <sighs> and look at that article in the nest. What happened to Christine? I have so many questions oh, I want to ask. I don't even know where to begin. But my questions are for the people that aren't here and aren't answering. But I just feel like I want to throw them out into the ether and like see, like, what do we think Alex looks like? I mean, we clearly know every angle of bark at this point, but you know, I'm just, almost wondering, dark. I'm just there's wondering. There's that picture of him, though. Sorry, Kristen. I, like, I just feel like you should never meet your heroes after living in Los Angeles for 10 years. I can tell you this. Like, that's why you don't come to me. I almost like him better, like Banksy. Like, I don't want to know. Okay, that's it. This is Christina. I'm complete. There's another big Tezos person in the room. Uh, uh, Misan. Misan. He's a. Uh, he's pretty into Tezos. Can we stop talking about Tezos? I like you know what I bought Tezos. No, you don't. When, the only reason like, why you have I did. I bought Tezos, and it's like literally. Un- I bought you five bought dollars, and it's under. It's probably at like seventy five cents right now. And this wasn't even during the bull market. That's, this was like, you know, sometime in yo March. Still going on. This space is still I going call on. Call that a yeah. bull market, dude. It's gone. It's chaos. It's been Tezos the whole time. Yep, Good it's job, been Tezos Kevin. DeFi. Good job. It seems like everyone loves this there's type still, of thing. There's still like hundreds of people in this room listening. Man. It's insane. Good job, Kevin. Good job. Good job. I got to say, though, hey, Tezos Kevin, there's the Tezos artist, uh, Click. He's Tezos too. Yeah, nice. So the question mark, that, so you guys are up here because you knew about the question mark or what? You guys part of the question mark network or what? What are you talking about? I'm literally waiting with a for question a... mark in their in their ID. Go, Kevin? go take a lap. I'm waiting for a fucking follow, Machi. Jesus you know fucking you Christ! Add the question mark to your your name, and maybe Tezos community will double overnight. You need That's to. You need I have a fucking web. A I'm branded. I you can't have you can't have web three webs. Let's go. I should put a question mark after my name. Yes, please. Didn't click. you hear the Bark Brainy 101? Yes. The Tezos community will grow. Oh, click you will guys, do it. You guys seem pretty cool. I put the question mark in my name. I can't change it because of Twitter blue. Oh, yeah, that, that's a problem. Like, otherwise, there'd be way more question marks. But, yeah, Twitter blue's in the way. Oh, there's a question mark gang down, man. They got Solana people, they got ETH people, and now they got Tezos people. And like so, so the, net, the question mark network. All this alpha you're getting. Anti any chain. We're not anti any chain, man. We're, we're we're pro any chain. Could have fooled me. <laughs> well, well, I tried. Hey, to, what I... are you talking about? You've been up here for like an hour talking about Tezos, and uh, you had some trying to. You got back up for me. I backed up Tezos. That's well, sometimes. I'm not, I'm not against it. 
What? Even I backed, well, what I bad about Tezos? backed what you up, bad? and I don't know about that. I have regrets. I didn't say anything bad about Tezos. That's not, you didn't back I me up, Christine. I've backed you up for so many years. I literally got a Ben Folds right. 5 well, what, text you from you yes. today. Yep. No rush. A text. This no motherfucker texted me. That does me. not corroborate your backing up of me. What? Yeah, I literally we talked about this. I listened oh, okay. to the song because well, of you. Back That's up, backing you up. I, I was interested to learn more about like what happened in the beginning of Tezos and then like what's the distribution of Tezos tokens. Okay, but and, by uh, the way, lot, these questions that I've been fielding. <laughs> which, which here's where helped, I don't get any right? credit. Here's helped. where you guys aren't giving me any credit. I am answering these questions, which go everywhere from like the base elements of the ideology towards very specific drops of collections, one application on one sector, and then I have to go flip back and repeat the previous thing I said because somebody else was just, I don't know, milking his cat. Give us while the I was TDLR, like. The TDO. It's never short like, enough. Like you sound like you're a Tezos guy. Are you into any other chains or is Tezos your only chain? Is that are you, what a you question? Have other bags? Preposterous question. Yeah, I've no, been in. I've been in. I, I do. I do stuff. So let me ETH. answer. He has, no ETH, and he has no ETH NFTs. Christine, the question was to me. You cannot. You can I do own. Uh, I was Tezos. Tezos, 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 Tezos. Ah, ah, ah. Anyway. So I did, I started my crypto journey buying Bitcoin, then got into Ethereum uh, when it was just not a smart contract world. And it was more about just the coins in and of themselves. Yeah, there's a number of things you like. Um, in terms of protocols, like L1 structures, I like Ethereum, I like Tezos. Um, and, and if you get a bit more specialized, I'm interested in seeing what Filecoin is doing. I think that's going to be uh, something pretty, pretty juicy coming up. Um, I still get their newsletter and I did participate in that crowd sale. I haven't been active <laughs> on it. I don't like people who unmute themselves just to laugh as though that's their statement. It's so lazy. It's so lazy. No, no, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, from Taiwan is building Filecoin. Yeah, that's a fun fact. That's why I laughed. That's not humorous. There's no joke in that. Yeah, my little brother's good. How was that a punchline? It wasn't funny, funny. It was a laugh. Take a laugh. Take a laugh. Take a laugh. Think about what you did. Think about what you did. Uh, as a You're that my little brother anymore, Kevin. Could have fooled me. Anyway, to answer Cat 5, some of the things e, you want to... I got to answer his question from before. What question did I ask? I don't even remember. Well, exactly. that was three years ago, but you asked about, well, you wanted to know what were some relevant projects. Uh, the word you used was relative. Um, relevant. Re Rel no, I said yes. relevant. Don't even, don't even try. This to thing is recorded. Can't pull that shit here. Anyway. So, uh, so some of the big, well, actually this weekend we had uh, Manchester United they sold uh, their 7,777 Red Devils. Um, you can check that out. Uh, Dogami is a big project. They just raised a Series A of, uh, I think, $13 million. Um, so that's, I, I think they've had stronger volume than anything this year. Um, Click, what are your favorites? 
It's hot right now. Um, my favorite. Uh, we're talking about like PFP projects, collections, things, things people with minds like Cat Five can understand. So stick with the paradigm uh, that he knows. Yes, he likes it. See, <sighs> hey, I mean, don't give me that, huh? He putting a hundred. He liked what I said. He likes what I said. Did you? I think it's hard to hate on like the 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 Tezards still. I mean, they're still great. So you like the Tezards. Um, yeah, yeah, Tezzard's You cool. gave me my my Tezzard. You gave me the Tezzard that I have. That was very kind of you. And I was able to get it at cost. That's right. Click is a good guy. Everybody follow Click. I, I like my Frank Kozik um, verified shitheads. Those are amazing. Those were like pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, because Frank Kozik is amazing. Like he's a 90s like uh music like rock like alternative like poster artists like doing rock concert posters but then he is the like creative chief officer of kid robot now and does a bunch of other things and so he was uh kind of like one of my nft mentors and we had like blue check marks and he made little piles of shit for everyone to be verified shitheads and that was kind of fantastic i love it or you can't forget Wizard Skull's thing where he literally like um like airdropped a bunch of people like spells that they would shit themselves and then they had to buy the reverse curse that they wouldn't shit themselves. Like we need more projects like that on the blockchain. The other the the other really cool project was uh they were called Gogos. It was like a they were just like a kind of a you know standard generative pfp project when they came out which was like fine um but then uh at the beginning of this year they did this like inventory item drop and it was really cool they uh some people got like <laughs> they got these uh these lumps of coal airdrop to them and they were non they were non-transferable like soul bound and the only way and they had like a pretty like advanced like uh some sort of script or thing that went through the block the the on-chain data and if it and if your wallet if you held a go-go and your wallet was determined to have done to have engaged in like shitty behavior essentially like listing things below mint price undercutting people by like 0.1 tez uh just kind of th things like that um if you're if you did that a lot you would get this lump of coal that you couldn't get rid of and the only way to get it the only way to get rid of it was to not do those shitty things for like uh some undetermined period of time and uh some people got really heated um <laughs> and they had they had other stuff too it wasn't just like the lump of coal but i thought the that mechanic was like super interesting Could that yeah. be used as an exploit, and... though? Like, technically? Like, putting someone, something in, like, someone's soulbound wallet like that? Like, if it wasn't I mean, cool or, like, something like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the, like, token standard, though. It's just, uh, yeah, there's been, uh, I can't think of the other, there's been a few instances of, like, non-transferable tokens on Tezos, but, um. But the Go-Go's lump of coal thing was the uh, first time I remember seeing it. Um, there's also Neons, Z. Uh, that's by Sutu. 
Uh, and he, out of that collection, he made a game that just came out called Circuit Breaker. Um, I think that's been his big project for the better part, part of better part of the year. Um, probably the biggest artist on Tesla's is Zancan. Um, what are the other? Uh, oh, J -J -J John and his Scales. That was a huge collection. Because we're sticking with things that. Oh yeah, that was a really cool fans. one. Um, it was like an unlimited mint for like 24 hours. You could just mint as many things as you wanted. And I think they ended up with like, it was like 30, 30 or 40,000 of them got minted. It's pretty rad. Yeah. And you can, I put a link up on the nest. You can go to Tezos.art. Um, so this is, this is like a directory site I made. There's no trackers or referral links or anything like that. It's just so people can quickly get stuff. You can go to object.com. That's like the big marketplace. So you can see sales and volume and sort by, um, yeah, whatever. Owners, floor price, total volume, 24 hours, whatever you like. Madison. Hello. What? <laughs> You're not the fucking. Yes, I am. I am too. Hi, uh, GM, GM, everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great morning so far. Uh, interesting discussion about Tezos. It's the first time I've looked yeah. up blockchain. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It says they're uh, going to have a goal of a million TPS in 2023. So it's pretty bullish if it could actually happen. Um, I wonder who will be like the first. Um... So what's y'all's like favorite... NFT project that's been on there. I mean, there's actually some really good art if you just Christine, you've never bought people. on Tezos. Yeah, if you follow one you or two don't Tezos even people, have a Tezos you'll start wallet. seeing Tez artists come across your feed. And like some of the most amazing one of one art I've actually seen has been on Tezos. Straight the fuck up. And so like like blown away. But I don't have like Tez and I don't really I'm not really on you know tr trading on any of those sites but I, I can say as like an one of one artist like I'm very much blown away by the art that I'm seeing on there yeah the main site go to object.com objkt.com uh, you go to also go to fxhash.xyz that's like the art blocks on Tezos it's actually surpassed art blocks in terms of users and volume and transactions um so yeah but all I mean, before you had the uh, top part and the nest go to the, the tesla star like you'll find all those things there before you had like when people were saying like solana for the pores which i don't agree with first off that's just like something that people were saying you had like poly for the pores but before that it was Tezos for the pores. Like, if you oh, really gosh. want to go back chronologically, like all these like so, backhanded compliments. Of look, you. I love you, Kevin. These you know, passive aggressive. Look, you've Do stood you? the test of time for two years in this space with people tearing you down in Has every been that long? fucking Jeez. space that you come in. So I have to give you that because you're still here every fucking day doing it, and you know, mad props for it that. Makes me strong. 
When are you going to get a Tezos wallet, Christine? It takes two seconds. I mean, I have five. I had five dollars on Coinbase. In your Coinbase, that doesn't count. No, you need a wallet. I have multiple. I have many wallets, but just none that are holding Tez. Aside from that, um, yeah, because you don't have a Tezos wallet. That's the point. Mm -hmm. I said I'd get it. I'd get a Tezos wallet when you got an ETH NFT. I have. I have have a number of them. Do you want me to show you? you What the fuck? You don't have one of mine, motherfucker. Oh, whip it out right if now. Anyone wants to put it back in your pants. At... Don't whip it out for anyone, please. If anyone wants to don't look at some, some Tezos art, um, I put a link up in the nest uh, to a playlist I made uh, on DNS, which shows Tezos and Ethereum NFTs. So there's, there's some Ethereum ones scattered in there too, but it's I think it's mostly, by far, most uh, pretty much all Tezos. It's a black and white monochrome thing I put together. And that's that's like it's music and graphic that's, art. This this yeah, one's just this one's just just art. No music on this one. Okay. I get more and more questions of people asking, like, is there a music player? Like NFT music player on Tezos, like is there a thing like that? And I'm pointing them more and more to DNS because that's the path you guys been taking with it. Um, yeah. In the last several months. Yeah, we're uh, we do we do music NFTs pretty good over there. If anyone's interested in NFT music, uh, I got a shit ton of playlists and stuff that I can share with you guys too. Um, Again, mostly mostly Tezos, but there is some uh, Ethereum stuff scattered amongst it as well. Christine, do you like music? Christine, do you like music? All right, you've gone too far, Kevin. Your questioning... I'm just asking a basic question. Yeah, your questioning is now. Would you rather me get so into the technicals topic. of no protocol fidelity and all no. that? I'm tired no. of your technical ass. Alex, do you like music? Or 